Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and welcome to Shear Jeshub, a Bible study program brought to you by the fellowship of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My name is Patty Scalzo, and in today's broadcast, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing our study on heavenly authority. At the end of the program, I will be giving you an address where you can contact us. So have a paper and pencil close by. But for now, please open your Bibles and let's go into the study. I'm going to read this morning from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, a scripture that should be very familiar to us. In verse 1 it says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. I'm going to go down to verse 7, the second part, it says, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. The last time we were together, we studied in our series on heavenly authority about Deborah, the judge of Israel, and about the victory that was won under Barak. And we said that these things help us to understand the role of women in the New Testament church, that they help us understand the authority that God gives to women. Let's just review a few of the points that we spoke about the last time. What can we learn about authority from Deborah? First, we said that Deborah was used by God. God can use a woman as well as a man for his kingdom, for the going forth of his kingdom. Second, we said that Deborah's power comes from God. She's an anointed prophetess, and prophecy is a gift of the Holy Spirit. She's gifted from the Holy Spirit, and women can receive gifts from the Holy Spirit. Third, we said that her office was established by God. It says in verse 4 of chapter 4 of Judges that she was judging Israel at that time. And we saw that under that palm tree, especially in a judicial sense, as the people brought their situations before her, she was a judge in Israel, and certainly God used her also to deliver Israel. She was a deliverer in the sense of that word, judge. So she was used by God. Her power came from God. Her office was established by God. And yet we saw that in verse 6, she sends for Barak, and she says to him, Has not the Lord God of Israel commanded, Go and deploy troops at Mount Tabor? And it was Barak who was supposed to lead. And we know that he was resistant to lead. And yet God called him to lead the troops. In this world, there are certain things that are just not proper for women to do. It's out of nature, as the scriptures will say. And Barak was supposed to be the one that would say charge. He was supposed to be the man that led the other men into battle. And Deborah knows this. She knows the importance of it. 
There's no reason for her to go, and yet he requires her to go. He's hesitant, and she has to push him on, urge him on to do what he, as a man of God, is supposed to do. And that's the reason he was to fight. He was to be in the front. And that doesn't minimize Deborah. It doesn't minimize her importance. She didn't see it that way. The scriptures tell us that she was a judge of Israel and her importance is clear. Yet, each one, each person, each position must be in proper order as established by God. Each position, each one's place, each one's authority must be in the proper order as established by God. And it would not have been proper for Deborah to lead the troops. In the New Testament, we saw that the twelve apostles and the elders and the pastors were all men. And yet we also saw how women played an important role in the Lord's ministry. How in Luke chapter 8, the women gave help from their substance to support his ministry, the ministry of Jesus. How it was the women who did not abandon Jesus at the cross. The women were courageous enough to go to the tomb and they were the first to hear the gospel. They were the first to believe the gospel. They were the first to preach the gospel and to evangelize, to tell the men the good news that the angels spoke to them, to tell the good news that they saw the risen Lord. For It was a woman and women that were the first to see Jesus Christ resurrected. And that important scripture in the book of Acts chapter 2 an important scripture for the New Testament church. Peter speaking about the baptism in the Spirit on the day of Pentecost. Says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy and what Joel prophesied there started with the New Testament church and goes forth to the last days and especially in the last days the Spirit of God poured out upon all God's children young and old male and female and young men will dream dreams, your sons and your daughters both shall prophesy, men servants, maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. So the gifts of the spirit, the baptism of the spirit, the prophesying that comes from the spirit was meant for women as well as men in the New Testament church. And we saw that. We saw how Philip, the evangelist, his daughters were prophetesses. We spoke about Priscilla, who with her husband Aquila were very important in the early church. They had a church at their home. Paul called both of them, Priscilla and her husband Aquila, his fellow workers in Christ Jesus. And you know how we read in Acts chapter 18 verse 26 that both Priscilla and Aquila explained the way of God more accurately to Apollos. We also read of another husband-wife team, Adronicus and Junia, 
who Paul said are of note among the apostles. Paul mentioned Phoeba in Romans chapter 16 and verse 1 and 2. Phoeba, or Phoebe some say, uh, was a deaconess, a servant or a deaconess, diakonos, of the church. She was probably the one that brought the letter from Paul to Rome. He says, for indeed she has been a helper of many and of myself also. Yet we ended up last time that there is confusion over the issue of women in the church and the authority they have because of some other scriptures and these are the ones that are not as popular let me just read one scripture first in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 we looked at this briefly last week verse 3 but I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of woman is man and the head of Christ is God every man praying or prophesying having his head covered dishonors his head but every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head for that is one and the same as if her head were shaved for if a woman is not covered let her also be shorn but if it is shameful for a woman to be shorn or shaved let her be covered for a man indeed ought not to cover his head since he is the image and glory of God but woman is the glory of man for man is not from woman but woman from man nor was man created for the woman but woman for the man for this reason the woman ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels nevertheless neither is man independent of woman nor woman independent of man in the Lord for as woman came from man even so man also comes through woman but all things are from God judge among yourselves is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair it is a dishonor to him but if a woman has long hair it is a glory to her for her hair is given to her for a covering but if anyone seems to be contentious we have no such custom nor do the churches of God now we'll go back and look at a few of the sections of what I just read well, I want you to know it and, and there's a lot of debate over this section you know in many churches it was felt years ago that women actually were supposed to wear a veil or some type of covering over their head some interpret it and I I can't help but believe the answer is in verse 15 but if a woman has long hair it is glory to her for her hair is given to her as a covering and Paul in verse 14 brings nature into the argument does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair it is a dishonor to him. I think the covering here being spoken of is not a veil but it's the hair itself and you know they're going into Gentile areas and a lot of the women in those areas would take their hair and put it up and adorn it with braids and Peter speaks about that and all types of jewelry and and Paul is speaking about the natural hair covering the head 
And it seems somehow like a restriction, but I want to point out in a passage that some feel is a restriction, a very important verse, but every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. What does that say? Forget about the head being covered. It means in the assembly that women are to pray and prophesy. What an interesting point at which to leave the study. In our next broadcast, Pastor Greg will be continuing this Bible study series. If you appreciate hearing Shir Jeshub on your local station, may I ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the church outreach of Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. All correspondence and donations should be sent to Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Again, that's Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, S H E A R hyphen J A S H U B, Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And please include the call letters of your radio station. And if you will be in the Connecticut area, let me invite you to join us for Sunday service. Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the town of Madison at the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. The exit is number 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is the yellow brick and white building, and we meet on the upper floor. Please join us for our next broadcast of Sheer Jeshub, which in Hebrew means a remnant shall return.